Hello everyone, this is Rabbi Eisenberg. Excuse my croaky voice today. Parashat Pinchas brings us to the end of the Jewish people's journey in the desert. Hashem tells Moshe to count the people as families. Once this is done, Hashem informs Moshe that based on this counting, the land of Israel will be apportioned to each tribe. And within each tribe, every family will receive a portion. Now, what was the purpose of counting everyone? Well, there was certainly a practical side to it. Each tribe was to be given a portion based on its size. So they needed to know how many people were in each tribe. Rashi tells us a couple of reasons. One of those is that Hashem, because of his caring for us, counts us in the same way a shepherd would count his flock. Since the Jewish people had just been struck by a plague, Hashem was counting us to determine the state of the nation. But perhaps there's even more to it than that. In this count, the Torah emphasizes that of the people counted this time, there was not one left from the men who were counted the previous time when the Jews first left Egypt, because Hashem had decreed that those counted people would die in the desert after the sin of the spies. It seems that this was more than just a count. This was like a process of registration. The families of the Jewish people were being officially recognized as Hashem's nation, with men between ages 20 and 60 being registered as the heads of the families. This was done many years before when they first left Egypt, and that formed the basis of the Machaneh, the structure of the Israelite camp in the desert. These same registered heads of families would have been the ones to receive portions in the land, if not for the sin of the spies. Instead, it was decreed that they would have to die in the desert, and a new generation of family heads would have to rise up and be registered to take their place in the land of Israel. Now, why was this registration process in the form of a count. It wasn't just so we could know their number, but also because when you count things, you are saying they are part of a greater whole. In this case, these families are counted as part of their tribe, and together, these tribes constitute the entire Jewish people. It's important for us to know that we Jews are not merely a religion of individuals linked by our beliefs. We are a nation, the nation of Hashem, and every person is part of an official family within that nation. We can see this idea in our parsha in the story of the daughters of Tzlovchad. Tzlovchad was from the generation that had left Egypt and died in the desert, leaving only daughters. After the counting, his daughters come to Moshe and complain that since only men were counted as family heads and their father had no male children, his family will not get a portion in the land of Israel. What's interesting is that when they voice their complaint, they don't say, we're going to miss out on getting our portion in the land. What they say is, why should our father's name be left out of his family? In other words, they're saying that by us not getting a portion, our father and our family will lose their official place within the structure of the nation. Why is all this important for us to know? Because we have to understand that our success as Jews is dependent upon us seeing ourselves as a single nation. This is required for us to inherit the land of Israel and be the nation of Hashem. We are currently in the three weeks commemorating the experiences of our national destruction. Our rabbis tell us that the first temple was destroyed partly because of the sin of murder. Now, how could it happen that a Jew would kill another Jew? It can only happen if they see the other Jew as a stranger and someone foreign to them. The second temple was destroyed because of the sins of Sinat Chinam, of baseless hatred, and Lashon Hara. How can it be that a Jew will hate another Jew? only if they failed to realize that we are part of a single whole, a single team, a single family. The times we live in today are times of great disharmony and tension within the Jewish people. Within our nation, unfortunately, people sometimes tend to label each other and attack those who are different to themselves. 
those who are on the political right, those who are on the political left, those who are more religious, those who are less religious, a culture of us versus them develops. Those attacking think, think, think they're doing a good thing by putting down the people they, they say are causing all the problems. But in reality, we all lose out from this as it's destructive to the wholeness of the Jewish people. In order to solve our problems as a nation, we first have to heal the rifts between us and learn to speak respectfully to each other and about each other. When we heal those rifts with each other, this will also help us re re heal our rifts with Hashem and return our world to the way it's meant to be so that we won't have to mourn the temple anymore. And now for this week's riddle. We just said that it's a problem when people attack others who, think that, who they think are wrong. And when you do that, it causes a lack of unity in the Jewish people. On the other hand, the Torah says there's a mitzvah called hocheach tochiach, that you are supposed to tell somebody when they have done the wrong thing. When is it a good thing to tell somebody that they are wrong? And when is it a bad thing? Kids, I'm looking forward to hearing your great responses as usual. Wishing everybody a Shabbat Shalom.